Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show. I portray a liberal on the radio, and I'll be willing to do that again today. And uh, we have an actual conservative across from me. He's Ben Reikley, Republican committee person, business person, property owner. Moderate. He's got a 401k, I'm sure about that. Monitors Wall Street. He's been literally. Have you been in all 50 states? No. Okay. Alaska and Hawaii, I turned down business trips to Alaska and Hawaii for the right reasons. Oh, <laughs> not just to check <laughs> I was already in California working with our uh, our crews, so we didn't have to go west. But, uh, no, I've been able to end a uh, uh, good uh, tie-in. I tell people all over the country that I would do business with and visit that come to Pennsylvania. If not the most beautiful state, then show me the... Uh, the state that is more beautiful. Uh, spent uh, business last two and a half days in the Laurel Valley. Beautiful place in western Pennsylvania. Ligonier, Fort Ligonier. Without Fort Ligonier, there might not be the United States as we know it. But mm-hmm. uh, no, excellent, uh, excellent area, Pennsylvania. Beautiful. Uh, the, this time of year, you get that fog and mist in the mornings, and that uh, warms up. The boy at night, it got down into the 60s. Uh, beautiful area, uh, just uh, just east of Pittsburgh, where uh, a lot of the business people and the money people in the 1800s, early 1900s, that was their playground out around Ligonier. A beautiful golf course, Arnold Palmer's home course, even though his boy home course was Latrobe, but his home course right there, uh, Laurel Valley Country Club, uh, or actually Laurel Valley Golf Club, and uh, there's uh, a number of, uh, like I said, Fort Ligonier, and also, Mark, a place I think you would like as a hunter, a a little uh, place you can uh, wet your whistle called Joe's. Joe's Bar might be one of the more <laughs> unique bars. Is it time for my annual bar visit? Uh, taverns in the in the area, but Joe's Tavern, uh, you can. Uh, they were even that nice to allow us. I won't use the same words they use, but they put us in um, back end corner. They jammed you in the back row. No, no, no. At the end of the bar, they have a little corner, uh, rump corner, let's call it. They they refer to it as something else. So uh, okay. they allow us to uh, rub elbows with the locals. But if you get to Joe's Bar, if anybody's been to Joe's Bar in Ligonier, Pennsylvania, please call in and you can explain to Mark exactly what it, how it is decorated and what it's all about. And if not, we'll talk about it in the 9 o'clock hour. But it is, I would say, one of the more unique bar taverns. Okay. Not only right. in the United we'll States, but just uh, in Pennsylvania. Calendar. But Ligonier, beautiful place. Get out there. They have their version of Knoebel's Grove called Kennywood. 
sure. uh, just a little uh, west there, but beautiful. And, and again, look at Pennsylvania as a whole. Mark, you got up, uh, you and your wife uh, will go up and camp and stay in different parts of Pennsylvania. But uh, as I say, uh, we have a uh, we have a beautiful state. There's other states that have some assets, but uh, boy, Pennsylvania is right there. With we camp them. at the Hilton. No, with one or two pillows. <laughs> uh, extra. extra. So you haven't been to Hawaii. My daughter is in Hawaii. She's been there about a half a dozen times. She goes there for work, and she does this thing where she works just crazily hours, like, uh, you know, hundred-some hours over a two-week period. Mm-hmm. And then before you fly back, you get a week to stay, and then they fly you back. But, you know, this is part of that job shortage. It's worth mm-hmm. it for the individual she's working for, for mm-hmm. them to fly people from the U.S., put them up mm-hmm. in hotels for three weeks, get two solid, really solid weeks out of them, and, you know, let them stay and then fly them back. It's worth it. To them no, for them, no. I, I Like I said, I had chances to go there for business, but we were there, and I said, hey, if you guys can handle it, I don't need to get on another plane. Uh, Alaska, you can drive to Alaska. You've got to either legally or illegally uh, enter Canada, but uh, uh, no... Uh, we have a my daughter wakes up in the morning and walks down to see this wow. in person. That's uh, <laughs> the beach. That's a motivating. Uh, yeah, how about that? Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, the one text is from uh, Maui and the other one's from Oahu. So mm-hmm. she's out there, so enjoying that. Well, and then just the other day, considerably closer to home, in Hughesville, go out of Hughesville and hang a right, and I forget it was something Lake Road. I forget the name of the Lake Road. Hang a right, go up to the top of that Lake Road. And you can see all the way to Jersey Shore up mm. there. It is just crazy. It has got to be one of the highest places in Pennsylvania. You can see Mount Nittany and, of course, the mountains near Williamsport. 220 or 118? You, well, right where 220 turns in, I think it turns into 118. Okay. Am I, okay. Right? Am I... No, but uh, no, uh, but <laughs> two twenty four oh five. Yeah, not one eighteen. And and you say, uh, yeah, my my daughter says, Dad, I think you might be getting old. I said, What do you mean? Because, well, we're driving up here on Interstate eighty. I'm looking at the trucks. And you're looking, going, look at that. Look at the valley over there. Look how nice that is. And so I said, well, I said, you know what? Uh, for the decades of business that you just ran around very fast, and people say, stop and smell the roses. Stop and see the roses. And if you can go over and smell them, do it. But uh, no, uh, being uh, able to travel around the country and also, Mark, to see parts of the country grow. Uh, you know, I, I, willingness to you know talk to people you're sitting on an airplane or you're sitting in a restaurant people start talking but you know I talked to a gentleman uh, from Fredericksburg Fredericksburg Virginia used to be maybe thought of as a sort of a northern suburb uh, but a northern city to, of Richmond well in the last 20 years it's become a southern suburb of Washington, the metro Washington, D.C. area. So you see areas grow quite a bit. You see uh, Frederick, Maryland. Look look, look at the growth down there. But Yeah, that's crazy. But even, even look to our strip, Mark. I mean, you know, I know you miss the ho-hum. I miss the iron skillet. The ho-hum. <laughs> I miss the iron skillet. Uh, you I don't know, know that I was ever in the ho-hum. Oh, well, then, you? You, then you miss oh, ho, a pizza burger at the ho-hum? 
At I don't, two thirty I don't in the morning. Going. I remember going to Carol's <clears throat> Burgers down there. We in would the uh, we budget would, bakery. We would ask him to keep the public library open late, and then we would leave about two o'clock, and then we'd stop at the ho hum and discuss our literature with the other <laughs> yeah. tables. But uh, no, look, just look at our strip and look at the growth. And now also too, look at the, some people say, "Is this really progress?" Or is it just urban sprawl that has come into the rural area? Well, we got a lot of sprawl going on. Well, speaking of sprawl, I mean, look at the Muncie area. I mean, there's just tremendous growth up there. And uh, sprawl would have to be a word you'd have to consider as part of that vocabulary. You know, I don't want to be negative about it, but, I mean, it's really just booming. And pretty soon, you know, all those little suburbs up there will be all blended together. Well, I will say this. uh, Get the Ligonier. Joe's Bar and Tavern. Talk to back Li- on the Joe's. Talk to Lindsay and let her explain the history of Joe's. How do you spell Lindsay? With an E or an A? Uh, that would be an E. Okay. One eight hundred seven nine five nine. At least that's six. what her tattoo said. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got open phones today. We can talk about the governor softening his view. No, no, he says I'm not softening my view. My position has evolved slightly, as it often <laughs> has along the way. Well, so, Mark, can we jump this in? Do Democrats evolve, and Republicans flip flop? Or vice versa. Or, or how, how does this work? Well, I think the governor's point, and I think you... I'm not going to give him credit for it, but I think you can kind of say he has a point that as he has grown up in, in office, you know, he's changed his views to be more in line with what the people he govern want. And so, I mean, he, he will tell you that he is personally anti-abortion, but stands up for a woman's right to choose and things like this. And, you know, so that has evolved. But um, his point is that you know, as he has grown into this job and grown up as a human being, he's been willing to look at diff- things differently. Is it a flip-flop or is it an evolution? You know, you changed me. You know, you and I aren't exactly the same in our political views we were 10 years ago. Did we flip-flop or are we evolving? So, Well, your experiences, your, you know, your, basically it's hard for a young person to have a lot of understanding. If you're 25, depending on how you grew up now, if you were on a farm or if you went in the military, if you worked a family business, if you, uh, you know, did certain things, you know, gathered experience at a young age, yes. Uh, but I know some people who in their late 40s and 50s, all of a sudden they get in a managerial situation. They've never managed people. L- l- they managed themselves and they were, they were able to get to a situation. So, yeah, the evolving and the flip-flopping is always interesting. However, I, I look at when you when you get, talk about the people who are against, they're, they're pro-life or they're this or they're that, but it, it reminds me of the groups that say, yeah, we need we need jobs, jobs, jobs. You know, people need jobs, jobs, jobs. So they're they're pro-jobs. But then their policies are anti-business. Or anti-worker. Look at our skills gap. We talk about it every Friday around here. It just happened again on the national news. Getting ridiculous. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. And and, uh, other bad news, they found out there's 6 million people who won't be rejoining the workforce because they started their own business. Now, what in the world is... That's great. 
No, hey. no, we have a huge unemployment rate. We need more people they to give up their, their businesses, businesses and go back to work. They started their own. That's great. That no, is America. No, no. That's what people want. To, I mean, a lot of people want to do that. That's great. Hey, <laughs> we need more taxpayers, not more taxes. Oh. Well, and you know, the funny thing was, this was a big argument that was happening on PCN. You know, they were saying, of course, the unemployment rate went up slightly this week. So I've never saw an argument on PCN. Oh, okay. They're all too docile. <laughs> but anyway, um, and they were saying, well, six million people in the whole country started new businesses. And I thought, well, then they're no longer counted as unemployment. They're now employed by their business. But they said, no, they're still listed as the unemployment, even though they started their own business. And, and, of course, as the uh, the one lawmaker said, well, you can't be both. You no. can't be both unemployed and starting your own business. No. So but, anyway. All but, right. but, again, it's hard to be pro-jobs and anti-business. It's hard to be anti-business and pro. I mean, you you know you you have to well, have both. education again. Back to the well, this education. Gap. This is getting ridiculous, and it's showing that we're not we're on the wrong track with public education, because now they're talking about skills gap, skills gap. So what the Sam Hill are we doing well, in you, these public schools? You remember uh, Jeff Walter arguing in front of the Shikinami School Board as it related to this support staff uh, issue that had popped up that that was just a minor issue. The fact is, he points out that financial and mm-hmm. educationally, the school district is unsustainable, not in a, an opinion fashion, but in a literal fashion. In a literal fashion, yeah. And he probably had the best letter to the editor that has been in, in that paper in six months. In the Daily Item, okay. Yep. On the mark, sponsor for the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. We would invite you to do what I've done. Do as thousands, well, probably millions of people are doing around the U.S. today. They go down to the company, and they have a couple of new vehicles there. Don't you worry about that. they got some new F-150s down at the Sunbury Motor Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's not perfect for you, order one up. The chip shortage uh, delays the uh, wait from weeks to months, but then your p- vehicle comes along with with all the chips in, and it's 100% ready to go. So do as I've done. Order up a Kia Telluride. That is a perfect all-wheel drive sedan. Order up an F-150, which is the perfect vehicle to move your family around in, and order up a perfect uh, Ford Taurus. Can you? Is Taurus still coming out? I don't know if they have sedans anymore. Okay. I, I was going to say, I know uh, you're, you're going to see more trucks and more SUVs. Well, the Explorer's out there. I'll get you an Explorer. Yeah. Okay. You need the all-wheel drive to get up the hill here on Fridays. <laughs> Our toll-free line opens. And right now, call us now, 1-800-795-9565. We talked about the governor changing his view, flip-flopping or evolving, I think is the word he used, uh, to describe his view on voter ID. And uh, what's your view on that? 1-800-795-9565. We have President Biden, by all accounts, had a below-average town hall this week on CNN. With, <laughs> but, see, you just get softball questions, so it can't really... Well, it's Don Lamone right. from uh, I CNN. Know, poor guy. I felt... I honestly felt bad for him, and I thought if he were to fire off a probing question, they'd pull him. You know, he'd get a big hook. And well, pull he him had off those the code stage. words there FDA. He had to bail him out a couple times. But Don is, I believe, an LSU grad, so uh, we'll, give him we'll, credit we'll for give that. him a little go, Tigers. Right. Well, that's why he's made it as far as he has. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. That is in the news. Uh, you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. You can text us at 70236. Include the code word uh, OTM. So we would just love to hear from you. Uh, let's see. Uh, President Trump, has he been in the news at all? He's been pretty quiet. The book is out there, I Alone Can Do It, by the Washington 
Post article or writers, and the, so that's kind of being talked about a little bit out there, but uh, not too much. We've got one call coming in, but we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. 1-800-795-9565. All the top issues of the day to be debated today and discussed. We're going to find some common ground and compromise. We're not going to do any named calling, but uh, I will We're say... We're not? No. Well, but I will say one of our Republican stalwarts is on the line. American stalwarts. But, Stan, I can only imagine... <laughs> If you saw it live or if you if you saw the reruns, then when, when uh, Joe Biden was coming out against these rascally gun shop owners that are selling all these illegal guns, but they've been able to stay in business for how many years? That That is the question right <laughs> there. How is that possible? Yep. I, that, that's what I want to know. I mean, the ATF has been run basically from by the same people. I don't care who was the president, the same agents down through have been in in doing their job for you know years okay so if they've been investigating this stuff why haven't they been arresting people that are violating the laws that are on the books it's it's sad it's a mystery it's a hyperbole when now the president and his administration come out and they throw this out there and it gives people this false sense that they're doing something about it <laughs> but they have no idea what to do and all it is is chum it's chum in the water and and again if you're selling guns illegally you know this because you're in the business i know because i know enough business people if you're in the gun business you don't Dot the I and cross the T. You put three dots above it and three crosses in that T because you know you're under scrutiny. So this is absurd. And this, this is just BS. The, the mayor, Lightfoot, Lightfoot, lightweight out in uh, Chicago, she's horrendous. She, I mean, these other mayors, I mean, Baltimore, I mean, this is embarrassing. But uh, when you own a gun shop, you cannot afford one slip up. I mean, you can't even, you send in, if you're supposed to send the yellow form in and you send in the white form, they're probably coming knocking at your door going, what'd you do here? No, they send me nasty letters when I send no. in the wrong paper. Okay. Well, I at least they're not that. showing up yet. <laughs> <My mistake. laughs> it was the same paper. It was just a copy instead of the original. So, yeah, I mean, they, they, they'll they send you a nasty gram and they expect to see the other paper. Which you send them, you call them, go, oops, sorry, and uh, you send it to them. Not a big deal most of the time. Now, my question is, what they're going to do, and what I've seen, is they want to blame dealers in states surrounding these big cities, New York, Washington, D.C., Chicago, you know, Detroit, San Francisco, where they're having these big crime issues. They want to, you know, blame the other states. 
All right. Now, I do know that the majority of weapons used in the commission of crimes are handguns, okay? So in, here in PA, all handguns are registered. All right? If you go to the gun dealer and buy a gun, a handgun, or even buy it private, they're supposed to be transferred so the state police have a registry down there of all handguns. All right? So if, if they're going to do that, it, it'd be a little hard to get to start blaming others, you know, especially Pennsylvania, for these handguns unless they're being stolen or being purchased, you know, they call it a straw purchase, which is somebody that buys one and hands it off to a criminal. You well, know, but in my opinion, anybody does that in Pennsylvania as a fool because they're putting their name on the bottom line. But, but Stan, and maybe people can, can please call and, and let me know, what do criminals do legally? They, they launder money <laughs> legally. They go to a bank and put it in deposit and then take it out and say, I want to buy this property. Uh, they buy a gun. I mean, what do criminals do legally, they folks? They run for political office. I mean, this is, again, this is where we're in the absurdity of ridiculous. This is like a Monty Python skit. Uh, you know, and it's sad because Absolutely. people are getting killed, and, and, and but there's lack of law enforcement and lack of letting law enforcement do their job as we've done overseas in these half-baked wars that we put our people in harm's way and don't let them do what they're trained for, we're not letting our police force do proper training. They need to be monitored, but we're not enforcing the laws that need to be enforced, and our strategies are absurd, especially when you blame Indiana for Chicago's uh, gun crime. <laughs> as I've said in the past, it's illegal to, to purchase a handgun across state lines from a resident doesn't belong in the state where it's being purchased. It's illegal. Federal crime, felony, go to jail. At least but, that's what should happen. But that's but not why you. That's not why you called. So. <laughs> or well, what? yeah, I mean Gar Garland's going to you know that's that's his new push right. You know he was out there yesterday saying they're going to push and they're going you know they're going to a better more enforcement in the corridors, the yes. I ninety five corridor between D C and you know I guess New York, Philadelphia, and D C. You know the gun guns. You know, the shootings are high and the murders are high because of gun crime, which there is no such thing as gun violence because a gun can commit no violence. That's 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 a liberal leftist term, and I'm sick of hearing it, okay? <laughs> yeah. it, it is violence committed with a tool. The tool may be a gun. It could be a screwdriver, a hammer, a baseball bat, but it is a violence committed by a person. Only a person can commit Violence against another. Yeah, and plain think, and simple. No gun can do it. No, I think Stan, you have the. If you put an AR-15 in the corner, it does not go off. If you put a handgun on the table, it does not go off. And and yep. it, again, this is what people have been told. And and the gaslighting goes on. And that's all. I tell you what, this administration, they do not have a whole lot of plays in the playbook uh, that they can Whoa. that they can uh, they can put out there on the field and it's showing but should we regulate all guns this all weapons you mentioned hammers so there's r relatively few regulations Butter on hammers knives. should we regulate uh, little steak knives <laughs> the same or should we have a greater regulation on a great big machete mm -hmm. should we have a regulation on a handgun that's the same as you know a six gun as we have on a gun that you know can be loaded with a hundred round clip all this should be the same regulation right? I understand that the gun doesn't fire itself but we should keep the regulations the same on all these Stan uh, Mark when was the last time a criminal 
followed any regulation. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, access to them, obviously, no, 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 once no, no, they no, get it, does, it. It doesn't matter. When was the last time a criminal actually followed a law? So all these regulations, all they're doing is penalizing people that have never done anything to violate that type of law. Now, they may speed or run a stop sign, but that ain't the same as going out and shooting somebody on the street corner. I think most of the gun crimes that are committed with uh, AR-15s are done by people who aren't criminals up until that moment, of course. So, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Is, well, is there any regulation? Is there, is there any regulation for They're crimes. They're crimes, yeah. They're exactly right. And then the mental health issue comes in. And now the way I understand it is... I understand. 99% of the population, <laughs> maybe around the world now, all has some level of mental health stress. So now the world has become stressed out, and I guess we need the ultimate therapist. Pot, pot so, 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 Mark, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right in some instances, some of these uh, supposed, uh, you know, mass shootings were committed by people that had no criminal record, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah. But So what are you going to do? You're going to penalize everybody for the actions of a few that you can't catch. I mean, you, you, they don't they don't even worry about the criminals that they know are criminals. So you're, you know, and, and do anything to them people, except, you know, They'll arrest them and let them loose, which they've been doing in, in New York City and you know other states. They they you know they just turn them loose, whether they committed a, uh, a major crime, minor crime, or whatever. Because in New York City recently, they've had people released and then they go out and commit a murder again. What? Well, so until so until you start, you know, penalizing the criminals, I don't want to hear anything about you know restricting anything on the law-abiding citizen. All right, we got you. That is a common mantra. Yep. Thank you well, so much. It's a, it's a simple one. It's common sense. Oh, yes. no, we cannot let that get into yeah. the vortex. Yes. Uh, yeah, I know. But, you know, close the border because they're running guns across the border also. But that, the southern border is oh. wide open, and Biden's going to restrict everything on the people that live here. No, it's, All uh, right. yeah, it's, uh, you know, the southern border is a Warren Zevon song. Send money, <laughs> guns, and lawyers because it has yeah. hit the fan. Thank you, Stan. All right. Thank you. Bye. Stan, our good caller. We appreciate hearing from him. We'd love to hear from you. This is WKOK Soundberry. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben's across from me, conservative, local businessman, Republican committee person, and uh, wears no funnels of any kind at all whatsoever. So I don't know what that says. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. We invite you to do what I've done. Go to sunburymotors.com, build several vehicles to your precise specifications, order them up, give them, put a couple of hundred dollars down on them and wait for them to arrive. They got to get the chips in from Taiwan, but as soon as they arrive, they slap them in the vehicles and away uh, you go. I like your deal, though. You ordered five F 150s. <laughs> well, they got delivered. I'm you, trying to help. You uh, had your deposits, yep. and then you were able to flip them 
back to Sunbury Motors and sell them, and then you got a little bit of commission on that? <laughs> no, they you. order Dunkin' Donuts from up the parking lot. They go get a dozen donuts from up the parking lot, and I get one. Oh, that's good. Well, <laughs> but I get my money back. But, okay. yeah, the bottom line, though, is uh, you get a vehicle that's absolutely perfect for you at the Sunbury Motor Company. They also got the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, so that's right where you can go right between Lincoln and Jefferson mm-hmm. and save a few Washingtons at the Sunbury Motor Company on vehicle work that you need to have done there. They have nitrogen for their tires, so they'll pump you up with that. They'll align you, wash you, wax you, uh, paint you, and take care of everything that you need done at the Sunbury Motor Company. Body painting. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Or new yeah. bumper or mirror. Maybe you busted off the mirror. They'll take care of that. In well, the remember the Friday special. Friday special. Sunbury Motors. Sunbury, go Sunbury Motors. Test drive a vehicle down south, 147. Stop for lunch at Penn's Tavern. <laughs> you come back, you buy that vehicle. The lunch is on Kevin Hur. Oh, whoa, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, folks, get their drive. Beautiful drive down through. We just talked about Pennsylvania. You want to? You want to sit on a deck, watch the sunset. Beautiful at place at Penn's Tavern. Penn's Tavern. But drive a Sunbury Motor car down to Penn's Tavern. Right, we're muddying the message. Lunch is on us. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, if you buy a vehicle, yeah, please do. That would be great. Yeah. Go down to the Sunbury Motor Company. Do as I've done. Talk to Jason or Ernie or Austin or Jeff at the Sunbury Motor Company or Alphonse, and mm-hmm. they will hook you up with the perfect vehicle uh, that'll be perfect for you and your family. They would Ford's just love Kia's Hyundai's, correct? Yep, that's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. That's the lineup at the Sunbury Motor Company. All right, we got open phones. 1 800 795 9565 is our telephone number. 1 800 795 9565. We talked a little bit about uh, gun control. Common sense changes in gun laws that would make us safer <laughs> do not exist, but common sense changes in our society that would make us safer. We talked about the skills gap again and the jobless rate in Governor Wolf's uh, uh, evolution, in his opinion, about voter ID. We have that coming up in the news headlines. We'll talk about that. Evolution or revolution? Either way, give us a buzz. What's your view on that? 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com. And as of this moment, you can text us at 70236. We would love to hear from you. We do have some very brief news headlines. CSR 911 says volunteer fire crews converged on the home on Route 204 in Crotsville. The home was damaged in the 5 a.m. blaze. No injuries reported there. In Sunbury, the Reagan Street Reconstruction project starts Monday, and PennDOT has announced uh, details of their detours. First of all, starting Monday, a short section of Reagan Street will be closed between Front and Second Streets. Detours will be in place using Arch, Chestnut, Fourth, and Packer Streets. And then at the end of the week, uh, Saturday, July 31st, a 10-day closure of Front Street starts up with Shikolami Avenue, Fourth Street, Chestnut, and Arch Street being the detours there. All local homes, businesses, activities, and uh, Moyers Electronics and everything mm. else, the chiropractor on Front Street, I forget his name. Mm. Everybody's going to be open there. Even the convenience store will be open. You will just have to access it uh, from Susquehanna Avenue. Uh, that is there. So please uh, do as I've done. Go to those places and uh, make sure you go around the detour, uh, or follow the detour signs appropriately, and uh, you'll be able to get where you need to go in Sunbury. We have those details plus the maps posted at WK. Okay.com. She is Mara Fiamancini, and she is now among the athletic top.
Titans from the Mount Carmel School District. Her name hoisted up on this big billboard of the Silver Bowl in Mount Carmel. I just can't believe that my name is up at the stadium right now, and it was so great because a lot of the community members came out to support me on that day as well, and, you know, they've always supported me over the past eight years, so I was just very appreciative for all of it. She's at Mount Carmel and Bucknell University alumni. She can throw a javelin from Mount Carmel mm-hmm. to Shemokin, uh, qualified seventh in the U.S. Olympic trials. So congrats to her. She's staying in our area, working at Geisinger. Data analyst? Right, just a mm. super genius uh, young woman. So it's great to see that she's a stare. So we're happy to see that. Governor Wolf said Thursday he is expanding. I said evolution. The word he used is expanding his position on voter identification requirements. He says he, first of all, he would do absolutely nothing that would suppress the vote. But a bill that was there had things that he didn't want, so he vetoed it. It would have narrowed the forms of identification that qualify, particularly non-photo IDs. It would have imposed additional uh, excessive and burdensome requirements on mail-in votings. But he says, as for photo IDs, uh, he supports the Department of State creating free photo IDs for any voter who requests one or for counties to issue scannable, scannable vote cards to each voter, uh, but the governor says he supported those all along. And the bill had them, but it had those onerous but aspects. But, Mark, these IDs, you know, showing your college ID, showing your driver's license, doesn't necessarily mean you're a citizen. To vote in the United States legally, you need citizenship. So when somebody says, uh, oh, I can well, bring in my... Well, the governor's not against that. He's not against that. Well, Hold on. Hold citizenship. on. Hold that story. A member of the state house has gone from lawmaker to lawbreaker. Attorney General Josh Shapiro says 58-year-old Margot Davidson, who's represented part of Delaware County since 2011, faces charges in connection with fraudulent overnight per diem requests and other expenses she filed through the state house comptroller's office. Davidson is also charged with hindering prosecution. Shapiro says Davidson has waived her right to a preliminary hearing and has paid more than $6,900 in restitution. House Democratic leader Joanna McClinton says she is saddened by the charges against Davidson and recognizes her decision to accept responsibility. I'm Mark Sims. (laughs) Some Italians in Chicago are suing the Park District. They want their Christopher Columbus statue back Mm. in the Little Italy neighborhood. It was taken down last year after protests. Critics say Columbus was a brutal slave trader and contributed massively to the slave trade that emanated from uh, this part of the world. So they want that statue back up. And finally, a 102-year-old World War II vet is crossing the U.S. to visit all 50 states with his son. He's doing so for a good cause, raising awareness for veterans and frontline nurses fighting COVID. The war hero has been traveling since May and has already met with 39 governors. His goal is to raise $46 million. That's the same amount raised by a captain in the U.K. His son tells us they're stopping in each state quickly so they can meet their goal of <laughs> taking the 102-year-old World War II vet across the U.S. to so all 50 states. So did they states. go to the four corners there in New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, Colorado and just get hit, the governors hit four to come hit, to the corner? Hit, hit four states in one step? Well, he doesn't just want to go to the states. He wants to meet with the governor. You know, that's a that's a tough row. I so think that would be hard uh, to do. So he's going to each capital or he's going to the governor's summer houses? Doesn't say. Okay. Doesn't say, but he's met 39 
governors so far, so that's pretty good. That's more than half. 102 years old. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Got open phones. Uh, you can text us or email us about the important topics of the day. Uh, one of our listeners uh, sent me a text and says that Joe Biden's town hall meeting was way above average. He did fantastically. He's obviously super sharp, and he did a fantastic job fielding many unknown questions from... The audience. And then was that same person watching the Cartoon Network's version of that <laughs> thing? But uh, anyway, Mark, so what governor would not turn down a well, meeting with a 102-year-old veteran? I mean, that, that photo op is is right there. I mean, there, there's there's nobody turning that down. Well, it's probably the, a joke, too. So, you know, the governor says, well, why don't we do it next week? And it's like, I don't know. Uh, you may not want to do that. Hey, hey, the governor's in for minor surgery. We can't meet. No, no. Let's take this gentleman to the governor in the hospital bed. The governor would still meet with Gown him. Gown him up. Yeah. Okay, Lance, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for waiting. Go right ahead. Okay. Why, well, you know, as we think about our uh, governor changing his position there, remember what old Dirksen said when he was accused of flip-flopping on I forget what? And that was, when I feel the heat, I see the light. And that's exactly what happened when they ran through, and 80% of the people wanted it. <laughs> Who said that? Representative Dirksen. Our boy, one of my favorite guys, old Everett Dirksen. <laughs> I like that. Not the, he, that's uh, a good they named an office building after him. But, Lance, <laughs> let me ask you this. Is your view, what's your view on the governor's, uh, it, it is a change in position. There's no argument about that. Uh, he calls that an expansion of his views. Is it a flip-flop, or are elected leaders allowed to change their mind at all, or sort of, well, are they allowed to flip-flop at all, ever? Well, well, yeah. I'm saying, I'm, I'm not saying that uh, it's a flip-flop. I'm saying he, he saw the light. Okay. Mm -hmm. We well, yeah, noted, I, I guess he's aware of whichever poll it was that said that, uh, what is it, 73% mm -hmm. of uh, Pennsylvanians support a voter That's ID law? proverbially putting... And overall, it was 80 all over the country. Yeah, it's putting, you know, licking your finger and, and, and putting it up in the air, and which way is the uh, the breeze coming All from? right, well, okay, well, let me ask you that. Hold on, Lance, stand by. Let me ask you about that. If you are a politician and you are, let's say, against voter ID, you don't like that, but then you find out that 80% of your citizens support it, in what way is that a negative? Are you not a leader of those people? Are you not a leader of the 80%? Why is that oh, a negative? Oh, no. uh, I'm, I'm saying it's a plus. After all, how did well, one of the best uh, representatives, of course, we ever had, who just uh, you know, left the office you know, right here, uh, Merle, why uh, that's the way he ran things. He, he practically weighed the mail. I suppose he stayed in office all those years. Huh? Now he did exactly what we sent him there to do. More to the story, but uh, the the scenario of a politician to some percentage, some are very, some are, are low percentage, some are very high percentage. Uh, there's there's a chameleon factor in where you need to change your colors to survive. So depending on the situation and where you're at in your term. You're, you're going to become a, a chameleon to the degree to get reelected, or as the governor, the governor now can be his own man 
because he doesn't need to get reelected. Right now, the governor's yeah. lobbying to be the ambassador of France, so he's going to <laughs> nestle up to the uh, the Biden administration as, as 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 much as he can. But to a factory as a politician, you have to look at the chameleon factor. Yeah, well, with, with his politics, he work out great in France. Uh, if he goes to France, they're probably going to put him on a, in a winery and say, uh, you know, ambassador, sit up here and don't get in the way. Yeah. Well, a fellow talked about the uh, folks uh, coming over the border without masks and uh, our citizens, you know, must wear them. Was a friend of mine said that because he's an anti-masker, you know, and he said, well, they ought to treat me the same way as those... Uh, illegals coming over the border and said after all he said i'm a voter too uh, yeah there's something to say that but also too they're coming over the border with armbands like they're in an amusement park different color armbands arm mean something so uh yeah. this is an orchestrated event on the southern side of this immigration process and it's right. an unorchestrated chaotic circus on our side yeah and just wait, folks. Illegal immigrants in bus loads or in plane loads coming to your area? Uh, I think we need to send them to the Hamptons. Well, I, <laughs> I'm sure President Obama, Michelle, and uh, Barack have maybe some guest rooms. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I'm sure they would say. But does yeah. Rock have a place at the Hamptons? Yes, and uh, maybe Oprah Winfrey three can take together. over a couple. I mean, uh, you know, let's let's all pitch in here. Mm-hmm. 100% well you know with the, the gun deal there how come where they say those guns are coming from they don't cause the problem that they do in Chicago or as they say they do in Chicago I mean that, that's something to think about if it was the guns were the problem no matter whether they have the most guns you'd have the most crime but it, it follows absolutely no corollary we have places with lots of gun laws and lots of crime. We have places with no gun laws and lots of crime. And it's just crazy that What way. is the problem in Chicago? The people. Well, I'll tell you what I would see. All those sanctuary cities all those years, right? Mm. All of these crime folks from south of the border, and when you actually look at what all the uh, gang wars that go on, it's the black gangs shooting it out with the Hispanic gangs. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to like me to say this, but this is true because I uh, worked with a whole lot of, a lot of really good black friends, fine folks, and uh, they don't like Hispanics at all. Matter of fact, I remember the guy saying it was a great neighborhood before all the Americans moved in, and I mean, that was what you meant it. It was true, really. Well, so. th- there seems to be a uh, vacuum when it comes to talking about black-on-black crime in this country. Uh, you know, they want to talk about police on black crime, but when you look at the minority breakdowns, you look at uh, particularly black-on-black crime, brown-on-brown crimes, the head, even white-on-white crime is, yeah. is leading. However, there's one factor that's strange. When you look at Asian crime, there is yeah. the FBI's report is, there is more black on Asian crime. 
It's not Asian on Asian crime. It's black on Asian crime. And you look at the breakdown and you look at the Asian business people or where they go and they live in the urban areas. And again, there's friction between minorities there. So uh, vacuum when it comes to talking or discussing or bringing those those it isn't statistics that just out. Crime. You know, talk about black on black crime. Isn't it just crime? It's crime on victim. It's criminal yeah. on victim crime. That's what it should yeah, be. Yeah, but it's. But, yeah. but then I mean, it's coincidence that it happens to be black on black or black on Asian or black on white yeah. or whatever. But throw the ingredient of ism in there and now you've got a we've got a good you've got a cause okay. you Lance a we'll cause. give you the last word we've got to hit the break but go ahead well well think about it though that in uh, like Japan they have a non-existent murder rate and they have a non-existent murder rate here and here they can get all the guns they want to and over there you can't get any so all right, we got you. Thank right. you so much, sir. Thanks for checking in. 1-800-795-9565. Our open phones. We're talking about the uh, uh, expanding position of, uh, <laughs> God, I was calling this President Wolf, uh, Governor Wolf, King Wolf during for, the pandemic. For, or a future Ambassador Wolf. Emperor Wolf during the pandemic. Future but, Ambassador. Uh, who says that his uh, positions are, yeah, where, where is he going to be Ambassador to? I freeze it. Oh, okay. Or, right. or maybe they'll put him in Luxembourg. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Gun control, Chicago's crime, uh, crime, uh, criminal on criminal crime, or criminal on victim crime. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'd love to hear from you. Call right now. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We are enjoying open phones. We would love to hear from you today. The topic of your selection, nearly open phones. Give us a buzz, 1-800-795-WKOK. That's 1-800-795-WKOK. I think we're probably digging more deeply in it than maybe necessary, but Governor Wolf, of course, accused of flip-flopping this week, uh, publicly stated that uh, his position has grown on voter ID, in part because more people are in favor of it. But, you know, is that a flip-flop? He does like two of the elements that were in (laughs) the bill that he vetoed. Now, he said why he vetoed the bill, because of the other onerous things that were in it. But uh, he does like the idea of a a Department of State-issued photo ID that is free for people. And I don't mind that as long as, you know, people are aided to actually get it. And then... 
he doesn't mind this idea of counties using a barcode slash photo ID to identify their residents and uh, coming up with that. How how you prove residency, I don't know. But residency? How about citizenship? <laughs> how do you prove? I mean, uh, you what do you have to be, to, be to vote? In the U.S. to vote. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they keep... People keep moving around this. If you're not a citizen, then you're voting illegally. 1-800-795-9565. So we talked a little bit about that. But I'm seriously asking the question, in what way do you flip-flop? You know, is the governor a flip-flop? I think you can argue. You know, if, if you say last week you don't like voter, any voter ID, then a poll comes out and 73% of adult Pennsylvanians say they favor some sort of voter ID. Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, okay, so my position is expanding. Is that a flip-flop or an evolution or growth you know who mark it's like art it's in the eyes of the beholder have any so uh, it's in the eyes of the media on which side oh, which it, which is which is he growing <laughs> or is he flip-flopping so we, we, we discussed this and you know speaking about art joseph you know, you're on the mark yeah. go right ahead uh, good morning gentlemen yes i want to discuss a little about this flip-flop business there's a big difference of a man uh changing his opinion because of something that is right, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Then changing his opinion because of the pressure of the people around him that hold his job <laughs> in jeopardy, okay? Good, good point. Would that be Example, peer pressure? President Obama, uh, when he first got in, he was against a man marrying a man and a woman marrying a woman. Huh, that's a good thing. But then in his second term, his daughter, Saja, uh, had friends that were homosexuals or lesbians or whatever, and he changed his mind because of that. Now, it really wasn't because of that, well, I don't believe, but yeah, it was because right. of the pressure that was put on him by the LBJQXYZs, okay? Now, uh, a man that changes his opinion because of righteous indignation is a big difference, and it's not really evolution. I was a liberal. I, 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 I was pro-abortion. In fact, I was, when I was young, I was shacking up with a girl, and she got pregnant, and uh, back then it was hard to get an abortion, but she had a miscarriage, and I was glad, because I didn't want to become a father, you know? I didn't want that responsibility. I just wanted... Uh, so you were a you know, hellion liberal. I, I was a very bad person, yes. But then I accepted the Savior. I was a, had a born-again experience, and now I'm... Uh, against all these things, okay? Why is it? Because of peer pressure? No. It's because of righteous indignation and believing that our Creator created a living soul in the womb of a woman, okay? And that shouldn't be murdered. Uh, That's a fact. And uh, for all the other liberal uh, things that most Democrats and and Republicans, (laughs) you know, you can go back and forth on that, uh, agree on a lot of those things. And, um, and and the same way with President Biden when he was running for office, they saw it was on uh, CNN, and I watched the program. It was at Lemon, uh, yeah, he's a homosexual too, and uh, Chris Cuomo was talking, and they said the ratings are going down because of this crime and stuff. Well, the next day, uh, President Biden came out, and he was all for law and order. You know, uh, did he have? A <laughs> did he, what kind of a born again experience did the man have? No, there was pressure put on him uh, because of, of the peer pressure. You have the same thing in the scriptures when Moses bring the children out of Israel. They had an election, and the people come back and said, hey, they're giants in there. We can't go in and take the land. 
And because they did that, they put pressure on Moses, but he wouldn't yield to the pressure. And Yahweh uh, allowed him to wander in the wilderness till every one of them died. So what is that, your view on on uh, Governor Wolf's uh, expansion? Uh, well, I, I believe it's just political pressure, that's all. Okay. Um, yeah. it, it, because if he truly had a, a, a conversion of, of a right thing, then he would go against uh, a lot of other things that are t- totally wrong. Abortion and many other things. You know what I'm saying? Gun law changes, sure. There are far greater uh, sins than what he's, uh, so to speak, evolving into. Okay. And, oh, then the voter ID. Okay. And then the, the whole point is here uh, with everything, with all the laws that Congress and these people make uh, with guns and everything else, it boils down to the individual. Again, the gun does not kill anybody. But it's people that have no conscience of righteousness. They have no fear of the Almighty and His Word, and they don't tremble at His Word. And He even says that. Because you don't, you know, look out. And, and we see the, the, His indignation on this nation, and not on this nation only, but on the entire world with this pandemic. Say what you want, believe what you will, but these plagues are because of the people's sins. It's as simple as that. It happened in the scriptures. There were plagues, and because of Israel's sins, and All right. it, he doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. All right, Hallelujah. we gotcha. That's my statement today. We Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Well, and I think uh, he's got a good point there. If uh, the governor Wolf is leaving office, and he knows that seventy some percent of the people in Pennsylvania do want some form of voter ID, his replacement, Democrat or Republican, is going to have to be an advocate for that. What's your view on that? Is it a flip flop? Should we have some forms of ID required? One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Yeah, Matt Catrilla will be in the Sunbury Motors studio in State College. And uh, Anthony, our fabulous intern, the one-timer, you show him something one time and he can do it, will be in the studio here. So that'll Good be... for him. Uh, yeah, that'll be fun to have everybody in place. So we should take that. Anthony golfing and show him the proper way to tee off, approach, chip, <laughs> and putt, yeah, and he'll be a scratch golfer. How to hit a bridge with a golf ball, oh, I guess, okay. will be part of his... Uh, Quick yeah, study. so uh, Matt and uh, Steve will be high-fiving. Yep, and do not worry because of the juxtaposition of positions. The uh, Steve Jones brother will still call in, so we still will have the juvenile hour Is that, with uh, that's, his brother. That's the king, right? I guess I don't, okay. I don't. I try to Good. avoid it. I only listen for, so that we know where to when to when to beep it. <laughs> Stan, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> Yeah, I, I figured I'd throw a little more gas on the fire here about uh, <laughs> Biden and some of his nominees that he's trying to get through, mm. you know, for cabinet positions. One is the BLM, uh, the head of the BLM. She, uh, Tracy Stone Manning's her name. She's an eco-terrorist. Yep. In 1993, she, uh, you know, uh, gave testimony against her fellow co-conspirators about tree spiking incidents, and he wants her to be in charge of all land management in this country, yeah. which is a crime. But also, we, Stan, also, but also though, hold up, with her, though, though. They're trying to get through David Chipman. He's, you know, he, he was uh, anti-gun, worked for anti-gun organizations since he retired from the, the ATF, but yet he wants to be uh, uh, an impartial uh, person in charge of the ATF. Well, you sure, he, hasn't, you sure he didn't expand his position on guns? 
<laughs> yeah, well, you know, he, you know, having him in there is like having a child molester in charge of a oh my uh, God, orphanage. Is a theme yeah, but that's the, the way I look at but it. But Sandy, um, oh shoot, the first time I just lost her name, Tracy. Uh, she has Tracy Manny. Stone Manning. Yeah, no, she, and she also testified recently in front of Congress and denied that she was involved in any investigation and then but she did uh, as it was uh, as the organized crime people would say she ratted out a bunch of people back in the 90s and uh, yeah uh, and a, a real really bizarre radical. understanding yeah radical of what and what you did and if people understand tree spiking it is uh, it, it, it's just uh, it's not right no it's, it's it's very bad for these uh, workers to be out there and what happens to these people and how they're main I mean it, it is horrendous the injuries they suffer all right thank yeah, you so yeah, much so Stan. a bunch of terrorists yes Thank you, Stan. Yeah, Biden, Biden nominating them. Thank you. Have yeah. a great day. Hey, you too, buddy. Thank you. Well, 1-800-795-9565. I am Mark Lawrence. Uh, Mr. Ben Reichley is right across from me. I'm portraying a liberal, but he's an actual <laughs> conservative. And uh, let's see. Jeff Bartos is in our area today. He's going around the valley with Congressman Keller. So that visit is happening. Eating hot dogs? Gee, he already did that, I believe. Yeah, he was in Sunbury. He should have gone to the squeezing. He did. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we didn't follow him, but we're, we'll talk to him today. And then he will be calling on the mark next Wednesday, Jeff Bartos, yeah, the U.S. Senate candidate. And we're going to try to get a gubernatorial candidate, mm-hmm. next Friday. Charlie, Charlie DeGroo. DeGroo. Okay, we're going to try to get him next Friday. And then, of course, the following Friday is Financial Friday. Mm-hmm. But we'll have back to open phones on Monday morning, so uh, hopefully you'll be standing by for that. We would love to chit-chat yeah. with you. But uh, jumping back to what Stan was talking about, uh, Joe Biden is not nominated. These people, Joe Biden's people, are and the puppet master and are the puppeteers and the people like that. So, uh, is I, that the again, kind of guy President Trump was a puppet? President <laughs> Trump was pretty hands-on and a micromanager right. to uh, to the pluses and to the What's minuses the opposite of, that? of a puppet, an emperor. Uh, no, it, you know, we, you have to be understanding, and especially the town hall showed that uh, it was. Uh, it's it's obvious that the handlers are are doing so much handling. And remember, right now, uh, Joe Biden is uh, Batman is without Robin because she is over at the Olympics representing the uh, uh, U.S. Well, Joe uh, Biden is the, there. Uh, no, nope, Jill is there, but Joe is still uh, in, in the, the White House. So, All right, one 800 is our telephone number. Mike, thank you for calling in. You're on the mark. Yeah, I just heard you uh, mention Jeff Bartos in the area. Mm-hmm. Going to be in the area today? Uh, yes, Snyder County this morning and Union County. This pick right this afternoon. Congressman Keller is his tour guide. You should be just leaving the uh, Bloomsburg-Berwick area now. I just came from an informal meeting, a group of people, supporters there, to welcome him into the area. And I I have to say, I've I've seen several of these people, you know, Santorum, Toomey, guys like that. Uh, One word to describe Jeff Bartos, solid. I mean, the guy is solid on every level. Uh, and And I, I can honestly say, I came away impressed more with him than than any of the other candidates that I've ever had the opportunity to sit down and and directly ask questions to. And uh, I feel he's a real good guy. And I just wanted to get that out there. And and I guess you guys, 
are you going to have him on next week, or did you say? Yeah, Fred he's Kelly's on Wednesday. In? He's calling in after he leaves Columbia County this morning. He's going to Pottsville to the Yingling Brewery. Mm-hmm. Then at two o'clock, he and Congressman Keller will tour Apex Homes in Middleburg. Then at three thirty, they will tour Pickwright in Lewisburg, and then it's up to Laporte and Hughesville. So he's got a long day today in our region. Yeah, I guess he's going to be doing the, the whole darn state like that. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I just wanted to get that out there and, and tell your listeners that uh, he, he seems like a, a fantastic guy. I uh, tried to pin him down, put him on the spot a number of times, and I thought, you know, he really had all the answers. And uh, I, I feel like he's a, really a sincere guy, wants to do a job, doesn't have to be doing this job, but wants to do it. And uh, the other thing, I don't know, I, like I say, I was preoccupied all morning, uh, but have you guys been talking about the 500 leading scientists that criticized President Trump and anybody uh, originally questioned the Wuhan lab? Has that come up in your conversations? No, but that's no. that's been on the back burner here in my notes. And, and you know, the, 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 the items that uh, President Trump discussed and talked about and was poo-pooed by the uh, media folks. It's amazing how many are coming to fruition and now are uh, on the truth side. We're looking at the Lafayette the conspiracy Park side. Yeah, Lafayette Park being one, but, that was but the totally Wuhan and the Wuhan virus now. And even, uh, I think, uh, Fauci. Uh, you, you want to talk about, as Mark would say, a person who comes in, enlightened very quickly. Expansion. I might say, or I might say flip-flops, uh, but uh, even, even Fauci has come around on that. You know, when it, com- when it comes to accountability, though, you know, the narrative was 500, quote, leading scientists, leading, you know, they slammed Trump, okay? Well, where are those 500 leading scientists in their letter now? Are they going to come out and say anything about Biden? Because he just blasted China for blocking an investigation. So I guess Biden's as nuts as Trump. Well, still, blasted. Well, but that's I mean, scientific. That was, on Bloomberg, I'm, I'm watching Bloomberg News this morning when I got up. And, the, and the, you know, on the side of the screen, they have a bunch of words you know, on different little topics, real short, and they hit you. And that's what it was. Biden blasts China for blocking investigations. Yeah, then go listen to how he he worded it. It, it wasn't a blast. I mean, believe me. I, I, yeah, okay, Bloomberg, if they want to report that, but well, yeah, this is all coming understanding. But you have to understand the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. They played a win. They have no ethics and morals. I mean, if if the Chinese lose. Uh, a million people. They're just wards of the state. It's sad to say, but if you don't understand that, Australia has been the country that has been calling the Chinese out, and the Chinese are trying to do everything to squash uh, the Australians. But, you know, this is this is misunderstanding here in the United well, States. Let me, These let me are ask good both, people, uh, the uh, communists. Both of you guys are following this, so you can help me out. Do we have incontrovertible proof that the virus came from a lab. Is there proof that it came it's, from a lab? It's leaning so far that no, 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 way no. now. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me, Ben. I'm, I'm asking you both if there's incontrovertible yeah. proof that the virus came from a lab. And is or, and well, or is there incontrovertible proof that it came from an animal? No. Okay, no. that's what I thought. Go ahead, Mike. There's, Wrap up. we got to take more, a break. There's definitely more indications. Yes. More indications that it came from the lab and, and, you know, the, most of this information was out from the very, very beginning, but it was suppressed. 
but the, the reality is, if you look at it logically, you have to point the finger not only that it came from the lab, that it was in existence much, much, much earlier than China even admitted. Yes. Okay? So, you know, that, that's, that is just what the facts are, but is there proof? Has, any, has anybody right. alive that can say where but, it came from or anybody uh, alive that Mike, you know, science, where it came from? No, I don't think science so. Science isn't but, a seesaw where you put one evidence, a piece of evidence, and, and the proof that you do have on one side, and on the other side of the seesaw you put the evidence and the proof that you have on the other side, and you look at which end weighs more. That's not how science works. Science works in a manner that tries to find verifiable, incontrovertible well, proofs that, of where things come from. It's not a political up, though, argument is if you follow well, these yeah. variants now and you see the breakdown of the variants, it's showing man manipulation or human manipulation. So of that's these. the proof. That then. is starting okay. to lean everything right. so to the, the side. Proof. So we do have right. incontrovertible proof. Well, after incontrovertible, all, Mike. no, but we have very much is leaning that way because the way these break down. More evidence on the seesaw. Right. And, all right, Mike. Very, last word. Very early, very early, Mark. There were scientists that said there there are variants here now that show that it's the variations have happened so fast and so soon if we were to believe the timeline that china gave us that it, it had to be man-made okay, oh, okay. So, so so that's you know, the, the proof yeah i got you okay but, but like I said, so we do have proof quote, 500 leading scientists all right well, we'll have to tell the fda we found like out and where are they now you know, when you talk you about keep at, facts Mike, and science... you got to wrap up. Ten seconds. Okay. When we talk about facts and science, you also have to look at narratives. And why are these narratives being played? You just can't follow one thing. you got to look at the big picture. Depends who's in the White right. House, and that's what we saw. All right, we got the proof, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. 1-800-795-9565. We'll have time for one more caller. 1-800-795-9565. We are talking about the incontrovertible proof that the uh, virus came from a lab. Mike says we got it. Ben says no. We'll take your view on this. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. We are wrapping up. Uh, We got Mr. Ben on the other side of the table here, and we got an open line, 1-800-795-9565. Do not text us. I busted the machine again, so uh, you can't hit two keys at once. It hates that, so that's not working. But you can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com. Lance is standing by for another minute of glory and fame on WKOK. 
Well, BLM uh, uh, nominee, mm -hmm. one of the things her outfit was accused of and did was they would uh, poison hunting dogs <clears throat> also set traps for them. And uh, the worst thing, though, I think that she is uh, proffered as wanting to do is lock up a whole lot of grazing land in the yes. West. Yes, because they think it's it's free for the uh, for the ranchers, the farmers. It, it's a free thing. But if you are out there and you talk to those people, the land would be wasted by not letting the cattle and yeah. the horses and those naturally on there. It's one of those things. Oh. It's no no harm, no foul. Yeah, that's exactly right. But you know, if we weren't here and it reverted back to what it was, what would it be? Millions of grazing animals. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you so much, Lance. Appreciate the call. Al, help lock us out for the rest of the day. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. You know I'm a crazy Christian. <laughs> well, I know you're a Christian. Maybe crazy. But anyway, go ahead. USA. I think we're just trying to eliminate Christian values from the USA. And we're using all ways, all ways and manners to do it. And there's no holds barred. It seemed that way to you. And almost forget the Ten Commandments because, you know, we did that abortion thing. Our Constitution says everybody has the right to live in this country. And uh, so you might as well forget that. You take out the big, the big Ten Commandment, you might as well forget the rest. They're going to fall like dominoes. And, uh, you know, how to stop this is see the light, the truth, the way, and repent today. I wrote this. <laughs> Good for you. Then you see. Then you can see that the truth is being blocked. People in the USA will pay for the people, and the people in China will pay someday for all the people that we killed during this time. And uh, there's there's no escaping the, the final punishment, the final day. But I want everybody to have a great weekend. <laughs> and just glad you live in this great country and get to church this Sunday. <laughs> All right. Or Saturday night at 5 o'clock. Yep. Saturday night at 5 o'clock if you're going to do this and that all day. Or uh, Zion Lutheran Church in Turbotville, 6 p.m. on Saturday night. Oh, good for them. Good Lutheran Church. I think it should be open at all different times. And, and you know, then less excuses. And it's not just going to church. It's going to fellowship and seeing other people and... and Coffee. Checking on your community. And coffee. All okay, right. Thank you so much, Al. Appreciate the call. Yeah, I won't be at Zion Turbotville for another uh, oh 28 hours or so. A quick follow-up. Joe's Bar Tavern, we talked about earlier. Oh, Ligonier. No more Ligonier. Mark, Come on now. Mark, over Let's five, talk about 500 mounts. 500 mounts in this this tavern. First floor, <laughs> second floor mounts. If you get the Ligonier, just walk in. It oh, looks God. like a mutual of Omaha Wild Kingdom Joe library. Joe will be back on Monday, folks. So the taxidermy made a lot, but this gentleman traveled around the world uh, collecting animals in various ways. So it's a very, very, like I said, mutual of Omaha Wild Kingdom library. And right. you can also have a beverage. Thank you so much. 1-800-795-WKOK. Write it down. You'll need it Monday morning. We flip back to open phones. Joe McGranahan will be back. I'll be back uh, by then. All of the lion politicians in Harrisburg and Washington, D.C. will have told a new set of lies on the Sunday programs. 
and so you can call and refute them on Monday morning. Yeah, watch the Olympics. I think they started. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Who cares? And Have a good weekend. Some more politicians will expand their views this weekend, we think. Good. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is WKOK OK Sunbury, 10 o'clock.